found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Oh, let the bells ring out and the banners fly. College football returns tonight. Welcome to the uh, Ken Miller Show. Uh, we're here until 2 on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG, talking the world of sports with you right up until 2 o'clock. Trent Condon is here. Busy show on college football's opening night. I, technically, we had a little preview uh, this past Saturday. The games were decent. Well, they really weren't. Uh, but it was football and it was on TV, so it was palatable. Uh, tonight, hopefully, we'll take that to another level, without a doubt, this coming weekend. Uh, is certainly poised to do that. Coming up on the show here today, uh, we do have Chiefs football tonight on uh, the Big Talkers 1700. It's the final preseason game. It means Pat Mahomes will get uh, the start, and uh, who knows how far he will go, probably into the second half. But Nick Athens going to be here, talk a little bit of uh, Kansas City Chiefs and AFC West with uh, Nick Athens. That's coming up at 1220. Ben Kirchival, who covers the Big 12. For who, Trent, against sports by... I uh, know he's CBS Sports. CBSSports.com. He's CBS moving Sports. up in the world. He is. Good for, for, good for Ben. Ben will be here to talk Big 12 preview. Of course, Oklahoma State is in action tonight. They play Tulsa. It's a game that's sneaking up on me a little bit. I mean, when I first uh, looked at the slate of games, I wanted to focus on Minnesota, focus on Ohio State. Uh, but this Tulsa-Oklahoma State game on FS1 at 6.30 kind of get my attention. And then in the 1 o'clock hour, as he will be each and every Thursday throughout the duration of college football, which means for Nebraska, in all likelihood, a bowl game, uh, Stephen M. Sippel, who I've known for, I think we counted the other day, Sipp and I have known each other for 23 years. Uh, Sipp will be here every single Thursday at uh, 105 to preview Nebraska's uh, game and talk Big Ten West in general. And then to wrap things up, more NFL conversation with Vinny Iyer. He stops by at about 140. Well, Trent, we made it. It's college football. It is here. We will embark tonight on five straight days of football. Bye-bye, honey. I'll see you. <laughs> It's over the Christmas break at some point. Well, I did in some respects, right? The man cave is set up. Yes, the bank account is full of goodwill. I I couldn't fill it up anymore. No more antique shows for you. No more of that. No more movies. Take the debit card. Go have fun. (laughs) I'll be in front of the television, (laughs) as I have been since we've met. But look, all all kidding aside, wonderful time of year. It's not the greatest slate of games but that's okay. We're going to watch anyway. Mike Florio used to make this argument to me all the time. Pro Football Talk Mike Florio. When I talk about, at least until recently, just how god-awful the Thanksgiving Day games are. Mm-hmm. He put it, and he, I think he was right when he said it. Look, they don't have to be good. They've got us. We're going to watch right. whatever they force-feed us. Lions and whomever. Bears when they're both bad. Or Cowboys when they were bad and whomever. We're going to watch. They got us. It's like tonight. They've got us. We're going to watch. We're watching Hoosiers Buckeyes. Yes. We're watching Gophers Bulls and Buffalo. Yeah. Or yeah. And then uh, again, Oklahoma State Tulsa. You tip me off on Tulsa a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I like Oklahoma State a ton. I think that obviously the state of Oklahoma is going to have a very good year in the Big 12, at least up until the Big 12 championship game. By the way, ESPN's nine college football air quote experts, mm-hmm. you know, Herb Street and Howard and, and on and on and on. They had 30, there was nine of them picking their four playoff teams. So theoretically, 36 spots, right? Sure. I mean, obviously, Alabama's going to get duplicated, Ohio State. Of that 36 spots, only one guy had a Big 12 team in his final four. That's incredible. 
That's incredible. And we talked about this yesterday. I just have this weird feeling. It seems too cut and dry, right? Everybody has too Alabama. Too chalky. Everybody has Ohio State. Uh-huh. If not, uh, you're going off the board and going right. Penn State. Everybody, well, Florida State, same way. Florida State. Well, Alabama, Florida State, one of those two is going to start off uh-huh. with a loss Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And the margin's thin. We've seen what gets you in the college football playoff. One loss or less. Yep. So you're saying the, the loser of that game is running the table? Yeah. I don't know about that, especially with that Florida State offensive line. If they lose, like I expect, to Alabama, they're going to keep Francois upright for the whole year. It He's seems so too tough, simple. though, Trent. I mean, you saw him last year. Yeah. He got the crap kicked out of him. Not a big guy either. No, he's not, but he's as tough as he they is. come. He is. He's fearless. Um, but, you know, you wonder when those hits will start taking their toll, right? I'm not trying to go ahead and Cunningham on you. That's another story, by the yes. way. Yes. Uh, that is, that's taken a stand. And for that, if you haven't heard Ed Cunningham, uh, the, I think he's, re- I thought he was really good. A color yes. analyst played the game, played in the Pac-12, uh, played in the, uh, played in the NFL for a while. Uh, but really cut it. Mike Patrick and Ed Cunningham, I think were, they were, I don't want to say, well, they, they weren't the A team, mm-hmm. but in the pecking order of thing, they certainly have their spot. And I found them very enjoyable. Listen, Patrick's getting a little older, but Ed Cunningham, uh, just he, he decided that the game, he didn't like where it was going with the concussions, with the fact that some of these amateurs, mm-hmm. college football players, and he did the C.J. Beathard Bowl last year. He and he did not like the fact, and a lot of people didn't. But to his credit, um, he backed up his beliefs, and he, some would say cut off his nose to spite his face, but he's not going to call any college football this year just because of the fact he doesn't like the way the game is going. You know, and during that article, he talked about the Outback Bowl and seeing C.J. Beathard and what he went through. Beathard was injured in that game. We could see that. Everybody watched him. Could hardly run. Hardly walk. But there is a difference between that and the head injuries. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'd like to think. Yes, absolutely. Now, will we ever know? No, we won't. Mm -hmm. But you would hope that, you know, there wasn't anything like that. I thought the parallel that he was trying to draw between the two with Beathard was the final one and then the head injuries. It seemed like a little bit of a jump. And in the end, Ed Cunningham walking away from broadcasting, what does that do? Well, nothing, quite honestly. Stay in that role. Stay a a prominent member and work each week to educate. Use that platform that he still should have. I think that would have been a better way to go Mm -hmm. about this because, you know what? Well, starting tonight... We're not going to remember Ed Cunningham. We're not going to be talking about no. Ed Cunningham in January. But if he went through a full football season calling these games and the times that we flip him on, he's talking about these kind of things and that platform, we'd be talking about Ed Cunningham and, most importantly, the issues facing football a lot more. Well, and that would force ESPN, too, because there would be some blowback. Let, let's face oh, it. Yeah. There would be some blowback, and ESPN would have to you know, pick a side. They are – I mean, the, the – they're the behemoth. They they own all the bowl games. They unfortunately dictate a lot when it comes to college football. So what are they going to do when they get that blowback? Are they going to take their color commentator side, or how are they going to balance those scales? Because let's, I mean, they they have to they have to answer to somebody too, mm-hmm. and that's the people that are paying the freight, and that's the um, the decision makers at the top of this conference. But it would look it, obviously now it's a moot point because he's gone. Uh, let's hope that he continues, and he won't have the voice that he did should he have stayed in that role. But I don't want to see him fade off into obscurity, right? right. Let, let's keep let's keep bringing this to the forefront if you really feel that way. But look, Trent, I, I'm torn. I, I've said it, I've said it for for years. I have a big problem 
with Major League Baseball players and PEDs. Mm -hmm. I just do because they hold their records so dear to them. I know that football players are pushing the envelope, but I don't care. I don't care at all. I really, truly don't. But baseball, I do. Why shouldn't I have that same stance and beliefs in football? Because it's football. Mm -hmm. I guess I just, I just, it's almost taken for granted that these guys have to be cutting corners, at least you would think. I mean, they don't test for for human growth hormone. There is no test at this point. And that's the big one. Yeah. Basketball, the same way. Really think of the NBA and the grind that they go through. Mm-hmm. 82 games, the four games in five nights, all these things that those players are going through. And then on top of it, the best athletes in the world. You're telling me there's you not guys out there? You listen to Jimmy B too much. <laughs> HGH, you're, yeah. you're telling me that there's guys there that are cutting corners. They get drug tested four times a year. After that four time, you're home free. It's just for every sport is difficult. But football, you're right. It's different. And, you know, is it up to us to... To change that a little bit more because you mentioned that that feeling last year I really felt it especially during the NFL where there are moments watching a game where I almost got a, a sick feeling you see a guy down injured or when a concussion happened mm-hmm. and something comes over that certainly for my first 35 years of doing football was never there it is changing for me, changing for you too? No, oh, yeah, of course it is. And it, it is changing the way football is presented. Look, it wasn't too many years ago that, that Monday night – you were making sure that your your schedule was clear so you could be in front of the Monday night uh, football broadcast because what was the one segment that you didn't want to miss? Nah. Jacked up. Jacked up. Right? You couldn't wait for jacked Everybody up. Everybody hooting and hollering. No question about it. I mean, all the ex-players, you're sitting at home in front of your TV, you're rewinding things. Um, it was it was as popular as, as a segment as they had, but I mean, where's it? It's gone away for yes. the last few years because at least I think... We're trying, but it's still a collision sport. It's a contact sport, and that is never going to change, Ed Cunningham or not. It's just not going to change, and it's back on our TVs tonight. So which game of the games uh, floats your boat? I mean, you're a Big Ten guy. Yeah, yeah. Is it Indiana-Ohio State by default almost? I think I'm more interested. I think Ohio State's going to win pretty handily. Mm -hmm. The Minnesota game? I think it is the Minnesota game. Watch the quarterback play position play out. they have one. Well, they have to, but you're right. That's... I mean, I don't know who it's going. That's the one, you know, when you're trying to when you're trying to forecast Iowa, mm-hmm. you know, you, Minnesota's on the schedule. <laughs> they are every year, yeah. um, but but they couldn't even practice in the spring, Trent, because they didn't have a quarterback for the most part. And there were practices they only had four healthy offensive linemen. That's not a way to jump into the Big no. Ten West when you don't have a quarterback, and most importantly, you don't have enough offensive linemen to even run eleven on eleven scrimmage. I mean, you, you can't do that. Fleck, he's a salesman. He's high energy. I watched a little bit more of PJ Fleck being PJ Fleck last night. No, I haven't seen that show. Is it good or is it tough? He is a handful. Did you see him at the Big Ten Media Days? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. He take a breath. He's a mile a minute. He's all over the place. Can that succeed at this level? Can it succeed Mm. having Minnesota take the next step? We saw Mason get close a couple of times. Mm Even last year, you know, last couple. You know of years. what he's. You know what I, I. I get the sense that he has cultivated up there, and, and I don't. I don't know if this is going to end. Uh, end up translate to wins on the field. He is the media's taken his side. Paul Allen, our buddy PA, mm-hmm. all in with Gopher football. Really? Never has been before. I mean, it's been Vikings, and you know, mm-hmm. I have no time for anything else for PA. Right? Uh, him and PJ Fleck have developed a relationship. These and and he is now, and I know PA is not alone. Is my point. So I I think the media is buying into it. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you? You want Minnesota if, if you're doing, 
if you're a sports writer up there, if you're a sports talker up there, you want more than just Viking football right. in the fall. You want your Big Ten team to matter. And you got the Twins hanging around, but there's summers up there where when the Twins are bad, Oof. How, how do you? what else do you have to talk about? Now, I've seen the other side. I'm a big Patrick Royce fan. Yeah. And he is not buying it. Is he not? He's, he said we saw the same thing with Brewster up here. Our, uh, yeah. And uh, we're not going to go down that road Where again. is Tim Brewster now? Oh. Is he doing TV or is he back on a sideline somewhere? Assistant, did he go back to the NFL? Maybe a, a position coach? I, you know, I like don't that. know the answer play to that. Play for Brew? Out of sight, out of mind. Remember that hashtag? Yes, play for Brew? I do remember that. So they've seen this up there before. And mm-hmm. I've told you before, I have a couple of cousins that went to Minnesota. They are, they're certainly Vikings fans first. And it, that's pretty much everybody I know up there. It's it's certainly a little bit of there's some that are excited, but there's still plenty that said, let's see something first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen this act before. I want to see a little substance before I get back behind Gopher football. I couldn't shake I couldn't shake Tim Brewster at the um, what was it the insight was it the still the insight bowl Iowa State Minnesota yeah. 2009 and I walked into the press conference and I had a Denver Bronco hat on. Of course, Brewster was was part of the coach there prior to moving to the college level and he just gravitated to me and we probably i don't know it seemed like a long time maybe it was no longer than 10 minutes but he i don't know if he was just killing time and he didn't want to talk to anybody else and he thought he found a friendly face and um so that's my tim brewster so you and brewer tight yeah i guess let's get him on the show we probably could do that remember me i was the guy that uh, anyways uh we're gonna get nick athen on the show we're gonna do that coming up next and then we're gonna get back to the college game ben kirchival from cbssports.com he covers the big tw- uh, the big 12 ben will be here at about uh, twelve forty. but coming up next uh kbgg's nfl team is the kansas city chiefs they're in action tonight pat mahomes gets the start the starters won't play that includes alex smith who i think is at a terrific training camp uh we'll talk chiefs next with uh, Nick Athen. It's the Ken Miller Show here on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You are not alone. The illness is not your fault. Never give up hope. NAMI of Greater Des Moines provides education, support, and advocacy for individuals living with mental illness and their families within Polk, Dallas, Madison, and Warren counties. You can support NAMI of Greater Des Moines by participating in their annual benefit golf tournament on Friday, September the 15th at Toad Valley Golf Course. For more information, visit their website, namigdm.org, or call their office, 515 515- 850 1467 
It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bowed through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. At Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything. Save on all custom craft laminate countertop. Choose from a variety of colors, edge styles, and lengths and give your kitchen, laundry, or utility room a fresh new look. Plus, get an 11% rebate. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything now at Menards. Good through September 4th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hi, welcome back to Ken Miller. 
Outdoor Show with Trent Condon here on the uh, Big Talkers 1700 KBGG here until 2 o'clock. Uh, still to come this hour, Ben Kirchival, CBSSports.com. He covers college football, in particular focusing on the Big 12. Ben will join Trent and I at about 1240. Right now, as promised, uh, Kansas City Chief football all season long, home and away. The radio home of the Chiefs in Central Iowa is indeed KBGG 1700. Nick Athens, been a friend of the well joined me for many many years with a variety of different partners trent will be the next one you get to meet nick athen good to catch up with you buddy how are you i'm doing great ken congrats on the uh the new gig and looking forward to talking chiefs football with you again this year and uh We'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting year in Kansas City. I totally agree with you, Nick. I, in fact, as we've said over the weeks leading up to this, and even when the schedule came out, the off season, the times I've had you on, I still think they're the team to beat uh, in the AFC right. West. I know there's a lot of Raiders love out there, and and I can understand that. But until the Raiders take that step, uh, I'm not ready to anoint them as many are. You know, Nick, and ESPN made a good point. Uh, I thought today on on the uh, on their NFL page. Uh, and, and the Chiefs did so last year. They swept the AFC West last year, six and zero. Denver, when they were making their runs, they were doing uh, just that. They were they were beating the teams in their division, five and one, six and zero for Kansas City this year. Uh, if they can do that again, Nick, I think they can stamp their ticket as a uh, one of the teams that's going to be hosting a playoff game come January. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think. Uh... You know, Andy Reid is, uh, you know, as he was as a coach in the NFC with the NFC East and, and with the Chiefs and the AFC West. I mean, I think it was only, uh, you know, a couple of seasons. He was, it was a little bit of a disappointment, but six and all last year. And, and really, you know, they, they outside of the, the, you know, the Broncos games, you know, they won those other games uh, relatively convincingly. So I think they have the Chargers number. I think they certainly have Philip Rivers number. Now that wasn't always the case. I think the Raiders are, yeah, they're the sexy pick, and everybody talks about it. But last time I checked, Jack Del Rio's never won a playoff game, and he's never won a division title. So, um, you know, I, 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 I think coaching there, and I think uh, you know, Denver's kind of a situation where they've got a young quarterback and a, a young coach that you know I'm not, a, I'm not very high on, and I think Kansas City with the veteran presence they have, some some high profile rookies that are playing, young guys that are playing well. I, I agree with you. I think it's their division to. to to win if they can survive the first 10 games and come out six and four, um, you know, then I think, I think they'll win the division. Hey, uh, good talking with you again, Nick Trent here. Wanted to get your thoughts on the two trades that have happened over the last week. Uh, bringing in Raglan yesterday, they bring in a former first round pick from the offensive line uh, with all the cutdowns going to be happening and, and a lot of free agents out there. Surprised that they've made these kind of moves. Uh, low wattage, not a whole lot for two guys that, at least at one time, were looked at as very talented. Just an overview and your thoughts on making two trades here. Well, I mean, I think if you look at it in in, in respective terms, you give up a fourth pick uh, in, a, in a fifth round pick, uh, you know, in, in eighteen and then nineteen, and you look at the fact you got two first rounders you added to your football team, and Reggie Ragland is a was a huge need for Kansas City. If his, if his knee is right, and it may take him a, a good month to get NFL ready um, or six weeks. You know, he can come in and play opposite Derek Johnson. And uh, he, he's that thumper that they don't have right now uh, in the middle of that defense. And if there's a weakness on this team, it's, it's inside linebackers. So they solved that problem. And then they were looking at the prospects of Ja Reed as an emergency tackle. And they went out and got Cameron Irving, who they graded as the number one pick a couple of years ago. And same with Ragland. In fact, 
Ragland would have been the Chiefs' first-round pick, I think, uh, when they split into the second round or the first pick of that draft two years ago had Chris Jones not fallen. He was number two. He was the next guy in line. So I, I think what Brett Beach has done has been quite remarkable. They were uh, they were in on the uh, the, the, the um, cornerback from Cleveland. His name currently has escaped me at the set, at the moment. Hayden. But, uh, they, yeah, pay, they, uh, Hayden, Joe Hayden, they were in on him. They offered him a two-year deal, and basically he's got a one-year $15 million deal from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, so the Chiefs weren't going to play ball there. But I do expect um, that they're going to maintain their aggressiveness. I think they're going all in this year. Um, I think you'll see them add a veteran wide receiver, which I think is the biggest glaring hole for this team. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of roster cuts that, uh, that have people looking at, hey, they're trying to clear cap space for something. So, uh, um, again, I, I like what Brett Beach has done. I, I was not initially uh, enamored with the selection, but uh, he's totally won me over at this stage. You know, in one of those cuts, Nick, and we've talked about this uh, in, in the preceding, uh, in the previous weeks when, we, when we've had our discussion, uh, what might one of those t- one of those cuts that kind of catches people off guard be Derek Johnson? Been there a long time, you know. Maybe lost a half a step, making decent money still. Uh, you, you see these veterans. It seems like every team, Denver's T.J. Ward and all pro safety and all Pro Bowl safety, he's that guy that's making a lot of money. That you know, when you want to direct money somewhere else, you have to get it from somewhere. Yep. Might Derek Johnson be the odd man out, or what are you hearing about his uh, training camp? Um, he's been, he's actually it's he's a freaking nature athlete. I mean, he's one of these guys. I mean, he's recovered from two Achilles tears. Uh, I mean, his rehab went. I mean. The, the experience he had a couple of years ago getting ready for the regular season and the fact that he, he was there pretty much day one in training camp ready to rock and roll is just a testament to the, the kind of athlete and professional uh, uh, individual he is. And I, I don't think he's a guy that – I think he'll play in 17 and can't see now 18. I think he's owed something like $8.5 million and the Chiefs have the opportunity, I think, to cut about 50 to $60 million in, uh, in cap dollars next year. But I think he's safe. I think, I think Tom Bahali maybe – could be a guy that they, they part ways with. You know, he hasn't really been on the field yet. He, uh, you know, had some uh, unflattering comments uh, that he had to clarify about the organization itself, and uh, rightfully so. I think his point was well taken, but I, I know it rubbed some people the wrong way. But, you know, I think uh, Ja Reed's going to be a guy that gets cut. That'll save him $4 million. He's a veteran. Philip Gaines is another guy I wouldn't be surprised if they cut. Um, but, you know, there could be. You know, maybe they make a play for another quarterback. Maybe they let Tyler Bray go, uh, who Andy Reid really likes, and maybe they bring in a veteran quarterback just as insurance um, for uh, Alex Smith and uh, Patrick Mahomes being the number two guys that, uh, already moved up the depth chart. So um, I, I think the surprises are going to be more in maybe the player or two the Chiefs acquire before they play the Patriots. I, I think they're going to continue being aggressive. Injury aside, what would it take for Patrick Mahomes to become the quarterback this year? Are we talking about Alex Smith reverting back? Is it win-loss record? Is there anything short of an injury where you could see Mahomes being the quarterback here, say, before we get to December? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think there's two things that will happen for Patrick Mahomes to be the starter. Alex Smith goes those 0-4 to start the season, and along with being 0-4, the rest of the division is 2-2. Two and two. Um, and I think Andy Reid pulls the trigger. Uh, I, I think he does ultimately pull the trigger for Patrick Mahomes. Listen, Andy Reid, Brad Childress, Nagy, uh, players, they all think this kid is special. They want to get him on the field with the first team. 
I mean, he's the progress he's made from the first time you walked on the field in the rookie camp uh, to where he is right now, the fact that he's, he's already the number two guy, he's one snap away from being the starter. Uh, a lot of guys thought, you know, he doesn't have the NFL cachet. He doesn't have the smarts. He played in a different style offense than Andy Reid runs in the NFL level, and he's adapted and adjusted to it um, just fine. And, and I think tonight you'll see him play really well. He's going to go up against the number one uh, defensive unit for the Titans. They're going to play their starters. Are they in the first quarter? In the first quarter, reportedly. So this will be a good test for him. And um, listen, I'm all for starting him a week from today against the Patriots. I don't think there's any reason to start Al Smith. I think this defense <laughs> is good enough uh, with the addition they made of Raglan and, and the fact that Houston's healthy, Barry's healthy, Derek Johnson's healthy, Allen Bailey is uh, healthy, Chris Jones is healthy. So far, knock on wood, they're going to enter that game as healthy as they've been to start a regular season in a really long time on defense. So, you know, why not go with the kid? Because I don't think this defense is going to give up a lot of points. I think it's the perfect time to play the Patriots. And I think for Thursday night game, open the season, you know, Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes would be great. But we're going to get Tom Brady versus Alex Smith. And Alex has got, I think he's got a month to prove himself. And I think beyond that, I, I don't think that the Chiefs are going to be able to to keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Hey, so well, I hope Trent that answers your question. That that surprises me, Nick, because I, I think Alex Smith has had a terrific training camp this year. I really do. And and I look at that yep. schedule, sure. I mean, going going to Foxborough, probably put that one in the loss column. But then home to Philadelphia at the Chargers, home to the Redskins at Houston. I mean, the, those are those are four games that they'll be favored in every single one of those games, I would think, before they host the Steelers. Um Yep. I think that the Chiefs got a big, big chance to get off to a terrific start, Nick. I totally agree with you, Ken. That's why if he goes 0-4 based on that schedule, then, yeah, I think people are going to be saying this guy can't do it. He can't deliver the goods. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I, I think the, the first five, six games in, outside of New England kind of favors the Chiefs. Yeah. And then they've got that. You know, Then they've got to go to Dallas, and then they've got a week off, and they go to the Giants, two places they've never, never seen. I don't think they've ever won games there. Uh, in their in their history, so I think it's going to be very difficult for them there. But you know they've got that tough stretch afterwards, and if they can come out of the first four games at three and one or or four and two out of the first six, you know they can they can weather that tough stretch. But if Al Smith stumbles mm-hmm. against winnable games, um, especially point. when you yep. consider th- three of those are at home, uh, yeah, the you know the writing's on the wall. I mean the writing's on the wall anyway. He's not going to be here next year, so. You know why not play the kid? But you know that's that's Andy's decision. That's why he makes uh, you know eight million dollars a year as a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, that four that four game block after that Houston game: Pittsburgh, Oakland, Denver, Dallas. Uh, home to Pittsburgh at Oakland, home to Denver at Dallas by week. That's tricky. Last thing for me, Nick uh, um, Spencer Ware uh, out for the year. What does that do? I mean, is it nothing more than uh, it, it hurts the depth that they've got plenty back there? Because I'm not so sure. I mean, I love Hunt. I, I love uh, Kareem Hunt. I think yep. he's going to be a really good player. <clears throat> but they were counting on Spencer Ware. How big of a blow is that? It's a pretty big blow for the for the preparation of the season. Uh, because, you know, they didn't play him a lot uh, the week before last. And then he had the injury at Seattle. And, and they were just kind of saving him. They, they, they have a lot of their offense geared to him. The good news is that they've got Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he's young, but C.J. Spiller to me is the guy that just—he's had a remarkable camp. It's for a throw-in signing as part of the Eric Berry deal, because um, the agents have really wanted to find a home for C.J. Spiller. Uh, he's been remarkable, and I, I think he's got something left to prove. He's got a chip on his shoulder. 
Sarkandic West, you know, now has an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But between those three guys, I mean, you add Anthony Sherman who can carry the ball. You put Tyreek Hill in the backfield every once in a while. I think they'll be okay. Now, if Jamal Charles gets cut, you know, the Broncos are playing this coy game with the media. He's not even 100% healthy. Um, you know, potentially maybe they, they bring him in and kind of see how if that knee's any better than it was before they cut him, which I'm hearing is not. Um, so there could be a veteran running back they add. But, again, if the Chiefs go into the season with any holes, I mean, I think I think Brett Beach has shown that he's going to try and fill them. So to answer your question, in preparation only, uh, yes, it hurts. But in productivity, I think they've got enough to do what, uh, what Spencer Ware could do on the field. You can follow Nick Athen on Twitter, at Chiefs Insider, at Chiefs Insider. You'll hear him right here all season long on the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker 1700. Thank you, Nick Athen. Appreciate you coming on, as always. Ken Trent, thanks a lot. Have a great uh, holiday weekend, and uh, we'll get ready for some football a week from tonight. I can't wait. Indeed. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate you coming on. Good to talk to you. That's right. A week from tonight, the... Uh, lid lifts on the NFL season with the Chiefs making their way to take on the defending champion New England Patriots. All right, Ken, you ready to make a short trek to the Condon Casino? I've never been. Well, it's it's a beautiful place. Is there smoking? Uh, oh, always. It's oh, yeah, there is. Yes, yeah, strongly it's encouraged. All kinds of okay. Uh, not not just tobacco. Other vices. Oh, all right. absolutely. Do what all you right, want. Let me. Let's casino. go inside the Condon. What is the Condon Casino? What are you going to do? Well, it's uh, it's a place where I just throw out some odds at you and see what you come up with. Okay. AFC West division odds. I'm looking at them from another account, but well, Oakland's favored. They are the favorite plus one seventy five. I'm going to give you a hundred bucks to play with here. All right. Okay. You got to put it all on one of the four. Chiefs are next, plus 260. Mm-hmm. You got the Broncos no. at plus 350. Chargers, no. Plus 360. I, I'll, I'll bet on the Chiefs. I think the going Chiefs are going to win the division. I really, I like Alex Smith. I know there's a lot of hit detractors out there. He's not flashy enough. Look, he can make plays with his legs. I think he's a very smart quarterback, mm-hmm. and and he's he's had some success there. I granted, you know, the ultimate success has eluded them. Uh, I think he's been better since he's been pushed. I asked Mitch Holtis when we had him on earlier this week, and you know, I'm, I, Mitch felt the same way. Tyler Bray, and particularly Patrick Mahomes, have made Alex Smith a better football player. The price is right. That's a good number. That's not bad, that. right? Plus two sixty. Yeah. that's that's one I might be hopping on. You like I, that I can one? bet in the kind of casino also. Oh, you're allowed to. Yeah, that's how I do it. Just because your name's on it. I make my own it. rules. <laughs> well, it is your casino after all. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll talk to Ben Kirchival in the Big 12. Uh, Ben's with CBSSports.com. He's coming up next on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon here. We are here until 2 o'clock on uh, KBGG 1700, The Big Talker. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers. On 1700 KBGG. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com. And get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. 
He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al's South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original Eastside location just 900 feet north of the A.E. Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the East Side and now open on the South Side of Des Moines. Big Gals Barbecue. Oh, 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 it's O Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get five quarts of Castrol high mileage motor oil and a microguard filter for the price of conventional just $24.99. Plus, earn double points on this purchase during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, O'Reilly oh, oh, Auto Parts. Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors, 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bowed through September 13th, installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. 
Welcome back. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon here as well. We are here until 2. Uh, coming off to kick off the 1 o'clock hour, Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star, longtime friend of the program, covers the Huskers. Uh, we'll take a look at the uh, Nebraska. By the way, Sip, if you're a Husker fan or a Husker hater, uh, Sip will be with us every Thursday at 105, and then we'll end the program. Uh, back to the NFL with Vinny Iyer. But right now he's Ben Kercheval, CBSSports.com. He covers the Big 12, and he joins us. Ben, along with uh, Trent Condon, this is Ken Miller. Thanks for coming on, Ben Kercheval. The long wait is finally over. How are you? Good. Let's get it going. Yeah, let's play, get it let's going. Play football. I, you know, and I don't – so here's the thing. I don't miss football for about – five or six months of the off season. Like I really don't because you just, you go and go and go for five months. Then it's, it's over. And it's like, I need to kind of purge my brain from it for a little while. Then you start doing the preview stuff. And what you realize is that you start writing a lot of, well, this could happen. That might happen this way. And then you get about a week before and you go, let's just freaking play, man. I'm just, I'm just tired of, talking about the hypotheticals and i just kind of want to see it all take place yeah i'm with you and i think i think you speak for all of us uh although i miss it a little bit quicker than you but that but that aside it's upon us and it's everybody's happy here um you know, Ben, I'm, every, I'm trying to find that non-Sooners, non-Cowboys, who's a team that might sneak up on some people. You know, I started to look really close at TCU. I like Patterson a lot. I think Kenny Hill is going to be better uh, this year, his next year. Patterson and him may be on the same page. But then I look at that schedule. My God, they did them no favors uh, this year anyways, I mean, having to go Norman, having to go to Stillwater, and having to go to Manhattan, that is a tough uh, uh, three road games within the conference. Maybe TCU is not the team I should be looking for, for the schedule alone, Ben. Well, it's tough. This is a team that Patterson's been building for basically ever since that 13-14 team, right? So that that was... He, they joined the Big 12, they struggled because they didn't have an offense, and then so he brought in Sonny Coombe and, and Doug Meacham, and they revamped the offense. They had success with that. Then they lost the, the offensive playmakers they had on that, Dachshund, Boykin, at all. And so then they had to kind of rebuild again and reinvent themselves again. And so took a step back in 2015, 16, I thought maybe they were going to make a big leap. Wasn't quite the leap that I, I thought because they, they still had some injury issues. There's still a little bit of green on defense. Hill had his ups and downs. But this has been the rebuilding process to that point. So now you have a couple of all Big 12 defensive players on, on defensive side of the ball. Hill's consistency needs to be a lot better. So I, the pieces are in place. But you mentioned the schedule, really tough road games. When you ha- it's tough anyway that you have to play anyone, uh, excuse me, everyone in the round-robin schedule. So I don't think you're necessarily making a bad choice by going with TCU. I, I would certainly agree that the schedule is difficult. Um, the other team that I've been really high on is Kansas State. They were really young a year ago, mm-hmm. and they returned a lot of starters from last year. Um, the opposite of that is their schedule is – Sets up really nicely. They they have a much better path. They get three of their four toughest opponents at home. You mentioned TCU going to Manhattan. That's going to be one of those games. I think they get Oklahoma in Manhattan. I, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I, I think it's all but maybe Oklahoma State. They might have to go to Stillwater. So to me, there's you know obviously no better 
in-week preparation coach than, than Bill Snyder. So I think Kansas State is, is certainly an interesting option as well. I, I think you could make the case for a three, four, maybe even five teams going into the season. Well, another one of those teams that kind of falls into that dark horse category, I guess, is West Virginia. They're in the AP Top 25 uh, when that was released here a week back. Data Holgerson has rebuilt things back up, but, boy, that team loses an absolute ton. Defense. Vatek to kick things off. Short week with East Carolina after that. Roadies with TCU, Baylor, K-State, Oklahoma. I don't see West Virginia at the end of the year being a Top 25 team. Do you? No. So here's... What's fascinating is they, they opened up the win totals, I think it's six. And at the time, I, I would say push that, absolutely. But then I just got some odds, I want to say yesterday, and there's been some late, late movement that people are taking over seven wins for them. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, now that's, you know, that's Vegas for you, right? I mean, people are going to place their bets. It's not necessarily an indication on how well they're going to do. It's just where you might make some cash. But so West Virginia upgrades their quarterback situation. But here's the wrap on West Virginia. You mentioned the, the loss of defensive starters, and, and yeah, that's true. They have a really good D.C. and Tony Gibson. They, they are not in the same position as they were in 2012 when they're just starting a ton of freshmen and everyone's just being thrown to the fire. So just because they have turnover doesn't necessarily mean it's the same type of turnover. But what West Virginia doesn't have – a great amount of is, is depth. They have better depth than they had five years ago, but it's still not great. They don't have great wide receiver depth. Um, offensive line depth is, is so, so, and you just, you know, I've talked to some people around the program and you just get the feeling that there's, I don't know that there's a lot of, of guys who have really stepped up at certain positions just yet. So, Great quarterback situation, and certainly that helps, but don't have any real depth behind Will Greer. I mean, they just shut down if Skylar Howard got hurt last year. Mm-hmm. They had absolutely nothing. And Skylar Howard is a bless-your-heart-size-of-the-basketball heart type of player. Um, tough, didn't really offer you a whole lot else. So if Will Greer goes down, I think West Virginia is in major trouble. Running back is probably their best position, so... I think they'll try to open up more with the passing game early to get Will Greer a chance to throw it around. But are they going to be able to rely on that this year? I don't know. I think if you get to seven wins, maybe even eight, I, I think you have to consider that a pretty successful season. 2018 is my year for West Virginia. Interesting. Uh, Crawford busted a thousand yards last year. I'm sure he'll go over that again. But I'm anxious to get your take on on Iowa State. It's the same thing every year. The hype meter is in the red zone uh, for a number of reasons. Um, most of it, the lack of talent on the field. They never live up to that hype. I'm not one to buy into that hype yet. This year, I find myself doing exactly that. And and when it comes to Iowa State hype, hype is. You know, everything is relative, right? And, and it seems like six is the number that a lot of people are floating out there. I can see them getting to six wins. I legitimately can. I know they have questions, certainly at linebacker, when last year's starting quarterback is this year's middle linebacker. Uh, that That's uh, that's pause. Uh, that makes you, you scratch your head a little bit. I do think the offensive line will go, is going to be better. Their receivers uh, as a group are as good as any in the conference. I think they can run the football. Yeah. I think Jacob Park's okay. Can Do yeah. you see this Iowa State addition as a bowl team? It's real close. I'd, I'd probably still take them a little bit under. Uh, the toughest thing 
to ever happen to Iowa State and Kansas was going to 10 teams and then round robin where you have to play everyone. That, that has been absolutely brutal for both of those programs. And it's really hard to come back from that and find enough conference wins to, to get you to six wins. I'm with you on all of the offensive talent. Alan, Alan Lazard is, is a potential All-American at wide receiver. And so when you have a playmaker like that, who's a great red zone threat, and you need to, you know, you actually have to get inside the 20, I think, for him to really have that type of impact. So, um, but I, I'm with you on the offensive side. I think there's unlimited potential there. Defense, you, you just, you have to be able to stop somebody. And what you saw last year out of Iowa State was they just, they didn't have the horses. Right, you don't have the depth. You don't have the horses to go for sixty minutes. You can go for thirty, maybe you can go for forty. It's really tough week in and week out to go beyond that when you just don't have the dudes at, at you know to start with, and then when you don't have dudes at, from a two D perspective. So that's something that Matt Campbell is still trying to build. I think you know maybe midway through the year you really start to see that click. Um, that's why they always say there's a year three jump because it actually just takes about a year and a half before everyone is just fully on board and engaged in terms of what you're doing on both sides of the ball. So I think you're definitely going to see improvement this year. I don't think you actually see a full jump to bowl eligibility until about year three, maybe year four. You know, I contend if Iowa State is going to get to bowl eligibility, they have to win at least one of the two home games in September against Iowa and Texas. Take us over to your home state Longhorns, year number one for Herman over there. A wide range of expectations. Some people believe he's going to hit the ground running uh, with the Longhorns. Where are you with Texas? They'll be better. They've upgraded their coaching situation, so they'll be better based on that. Um, But I think right now – and I think they came in at like 23 or 22 or something like that for, um, you know, for the preseason polls, which I, I think a lot of people view the Longhorns in the same way, which is, okay, we, we know there's talent, and we know Tom Herman is, is this good coach. I think people are just in show-me mode. I, I think that's all it is. Just show me. And, and if it, Texas was closer than a lot of people think to actually getting about seven wins over the past two seasons, they, they just they didn't. And so – to ask for a three, maybe four game swing with Tom Herman it, it, by limiting mistakes, especially at the end of the game, I, I think that's totally reasonable. So if Texas came out and won eight, nine games in year one, I think people would say, all right, they're right on track to where they need to be because he's been doing very well in recruiting. I still think that there's raw talent at some of those skill position spots. They just got to get a little bit better a little bit more consistent, stop it with the drops, things like that. So it's, it's just about fine-tuning the machine a little bit. So they can turn around three games easily. Uh, I think their best years are still ahead of them. Don't need to necessarily worry from a national standpoint about them winning the Big 12 in year one. Just get the turnaround going, and then I think your best days are ahead of you. Ben Kirchival, CBSSports.com. Ben, last thing. Is it bowl or bust for Cliff Kingsbury this year if he doesn't get this this Red Raider team back to a bowl game? They were there, I think, 2015. But the defense yeah. has always been a question mark. They give a uh, – hell, uh, Iowa State put 66 on them uh, last year. Uh, does Kingsbury have to get to a bowl to be safe? Yeah, I'd say so. And, and Texas, they, they like 
Smith Kingsbury. They like him there at Texas Tech. Um, and he's a, he's a good guy. He's really well liked by the players. He's well liked within the program. Fans like him. They, they just, you need it to happen, right? You need the results to, to go with that. Uh, thing with, with Kingsbury is he was a first time head coach. And I, I don't think it really hit him from what I kind of understand is I, I don't think it really hit him that defense had to be this much of a priority until, a, you know, a few years in. Well, by that point, you're, you know, you're halfway through kind of where you need to be as far as your contract is concerned and, you know, how, when people start really evaluating you for the future. So I, I think he put himself a little bit behind the eight ball there. Um, defensive coordinators coming in and out. Uh, only now are you starting to get that type of consistency. So the question is then do you, do you have players on that side of the ball? And, look, I, I know that quarterbacks and wins aren't, aren't everything, but you won three games with Patrick Mahomes, and, and now you're supposed to be better. Yeah, good so point. I, I, so I just, again, I can't, Patrick Mahomes can't do everything. My God, it felt like he did, and they still won three games. So not everything falls on his shoulders, but if you can't go to a bowl game – with the most transcendent talent a quarterback that maybe you've ever had at that school, I, I just don't know what that means for you going forward. I like Cliff. I think he's a really bright guy. I, I don't know if this is going to work out for him. Uh, ben, we appreciate it. As always, look forward to catching up with you through the football season. Uh, ben Kirchhoff, CBSSports.com. Thank you, Ben. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. Appreciate you coming on as we take a look at the Big 12 with uh, Ben Kirchival. All right, coming up in the uh, 1 o'clock hour, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal Star, will kick it off. They have a date with Arkansas State on uh, Saturday. About a two-touchdown favorite in that game. Sipp will be here, and before we get out of here, we'll go back to the NFL. Another look around the league with Vinnie Iyer from the Sporting News. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Conn, we're here on uh, the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Keep it right there. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. The Light the Night Walk is coming up on October the 21st. For more information, visit lightthenight.org backslash Iowa. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. 
Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Uses directed. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each and every Friday night starting at 7 o'clock for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. After the game, keep it locked on 1700 KBGG for the Hart Tongue and Schrader Scoreboard Show. We'll take you up until 11 o'clock with scores from across the state of Iowa. Your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. This Friday night, Waukee makes the trek to take on the Valley Tigers at Valley.